comes a look back over the weekend sports action. This is Full Time on KCLR with Sinead Cho. Welcome along to Full Time. I hope you had a great weekend and I hope that uh, you're doing well on this Monday evening. Lots to come on the show today. We had a jam-packed weekend of sport like last weekend. Uh, plenty of action there where Kilkenny and Carlo were concerned as well. And um, Later on in the show, I'm going to be talking to Kieran Joyce, of course, former Kilkenny uh, hurler. And uh, we're going to be reflecting on Bally Hale's loss to Bally Gunner in the All-Ireland Club final. And actually, before I go any further, Commiserations to Ballyhale, a great, fo- greatly fought battle there with Ballygunner, um, and uh, yeah, great journey that they've been on over the last couple of months as well. Uh, so, commiserations to any of our Ballyhale listeners that are tuning in uh, today. Uh, later on in the show as well, we're also going to be reflecting on the Six Nations in Ireland. We're over in Paris over at the weekend and sadly lost out to France. So, we're going to be talking to Johnny Tobin a little bit later on in the show. But to start off on kind of more of an optimistic note um, I'm joined on the line now by Pat Murphy he of course is a selector with the Carlo Senior Hurling team um, and they had a great win uh, over Westmead in Division 2B uh, yesterday um, Pat congratulations you must be very pleased with your team's performance yesterday in uh, Netwatch Dr Cullen Park uh, Yes and hey, uh, thanks very much we're um, yeah, I suppose we're we're delighted to both, supposed to be moving in the right direction, really. And uh, I suppose there were some things uh, to take from the game, like um, where players are improving, and I would say moving in the right direction, maybe in relation to decision making and make, taking responsibility on the field and um, being that bit flexible when Plan A doesn't work, and even if Plan B doesn't work. Um, so um, yeah, we're happy enough uh, that um, yeah, it's great to get two points on the board and. Uh, and it's good for the player, players' confidence in that. So, uh, yeah, we're very happy. Yeah, definitely uh, great for for players' confidence. I know we had some post match audio there um, into us on scoreline yesterday from Michael Doyle and, and Jack Cavanagh, and you can really okay. just kind of hear the enthusiasm in their voices. And uh, yeah, it seems that they're very ambitious to kind of drive on from that win yesterday. Yeah, I would say so. Like, you know, I mean, these guys are putting in huge effort and um, like at, at training and uh, like so and to replicate that in the match, like it's very fine to go down and put in an intensive training session. But like I suppose yesterday for longer periods than before that came together in the match. And I suppose that's what made a difference in the end. Like, you know, and yeah, I suppose delighted with the young players then blending in that bit, like the likes of Jack McCullough and young Fitzpatrick, Jared, Connor Keogh. Scott Tracy, John Dye, these are young players coming onto the team for the first time and and uh, get them getting experience at this level is great and and being able to you know contribute uh, along along with the you know the more seasoned players um, who lend their experience to it. So yeah, it's great to have two points, but it's only two points. One one swallow as they don't make it summer. So the, 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 the I suppose the challenge for us now is to uh, keep improving in those key areas that will lead, like you know, that will put us in with a chance of uh, you know further wins and you know and see where that'll all take us, like you know. Yeah, and Pat, I know um, the two of us spoke there a couple of weeks ago as well, and we were kind of talking about how you've had a lot of retirements in in recent times and uh, kind of scoping out new talent. And definitely yesterday, that really showed, especially in the middle of the field. And I know you mentioned there some of the young lads, but you must be really pleased, especially with some of the fresh talent on the squad. Yeah, but like talent is 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 as good as it works, and um, like the work rate, like uh, work rate will always. Uh, surpass talent. Talent is only 
only good if it works. So there was a high, we were more pleased than anything with uh, the work rate of the young players and their, you know, to be able to track back and to do, you know, the work off the ball as well as all the forwards. So I suppose that's in, in any team, like that's a given that you, you need for, for players to do. So that was, yeah, that, that was very pleasing. But as I say, it's moving in the right direction. There's loads of room for improvement in, in those areas as well. But we'll, yeah, we are pleased with all of that. And were you confident going into the game yesterday that you were going to get a win? Because I know that Westmead would have been kind of, they would have had the, the favourites tag. Um, but like, is this something that, have you been seeing steady progression in, in training um, over the yeah, last couple like, of weeks? Uh, yeah, look, at um, confidence, I suppose, for want of a better word, comes from, like, you know, uh, comes from seeing it seeing it actually happening in training. And, like, I was happy enough with the way they were going in training and, and the amount of, like, the commitment that they were putting in into the training session. So, yeah, I'd say what they, they brought to the field on Sunday is what they were replicating what, what they have been doing in recent weeks uh, on the training field. So... Uh, from that point of view, yeah, there was a, like, uh, I, I won't say, um, yeah, there was a confidence there that we could do it because you don't know anything can go again. You look at Bally Hill and Kilku, the way they, uh, like, um, Kilku winners and, and, um, and Bally Hill losing it, just like, it's amazing, like so. Anything can happen in hurling, in hurling, and uh, like, yeah, I suppose, yeah, I was, I was, I was quietly confident, but um, because I knew that it, it, the performance was in them once they worked, and it was just to, to get the young fellas working along with the more experienced players. So thankfully, that happened on Sunday, and as I say. And the real challenge for us now is to continue on on with that and continue on with uh, players uh, taking responsibility and uh, taking responsibility for decision making on the field, which is a huge thing, I think, in, in the modern game. Yeah, and that's something else, actually. And just when you say that, that, that it reminds me of our previous conversation. And you were really big on that, a big advocate for kind of taking responsibility on the field, not relying too much on, you know, what the, the manager has said at half time, just kind of being accountable to yourself and to your teammates as well, which I think is very important. But I just want to ask you a question. I had a Willie Quinlan on there, um, last week, uh, Pat, and he was just kind of speaking about the footballers and just kind of the state of, uh, football in Carlo at the moment and obviously it's great mm-hmm. to see the hurlers get the win and it kind of puts a little bit more enthusiasm back into uh, Carlo GAA but I just kind of want to ask you as well he kind of pointed to I suppose a lack of focus on strength and conditioning with the footballers do you think that's a problem at all with the Carlo hurlers or what would be your kind of thoughts on that? No, I suppose like we have uh, strength and conditioning in place, and uh, like we're we're happy enough with the way things are going there. And I think it's a, it's an, an important aspect of the modern game as well that players are are conditioned. If you just look at the Limerick team or uh, any any of the Kilkenny teams in the past, were highly conditioned that were successful. So I suppose it's it's the aspiration of every team to be like going out absolutely physically fit and able for the combat. So yeah, look, we we're working on that, and I think it's a it's a, an area that has to be addressed by any team that wishes to be competitive so, uh, and, and, and hopefully we have that in hand but it's, it's, it's just an aspect of training that you, you, have, you have to keep a, a, an eye on and that you have to look after as well as many others you know the same as um, you know um, the skills of the game which are huge and um, many other aspects as well so just one, 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 one factor in, in, in a lot of things you know 
Yeah, absolutely. And I think like it's good just to see, um, just to kind of give Carlo fans a little bit of a boost anyway with that win yesterday. Um, so you have, you have Kerry next. Um, I know that they, they, um, they had a, a victory over Tipperary a couple of weeks back. Um, so they'll have a lot of momentum going into the, to this game against yourselves. Yeah, yeah. They, they surely will, and they had a, a good, a very comprehensive win in the end uh, yesterday. So the same thing, you know, and they'll be coming to Doctor Colin Park now in two weeks' time. And as well as that, they'll have the Kilmiley players who, um, like, were got to the got to the All Ireland Intermediate Final, and they'll have all those players back as well. They're county champions, and they won the Munster Final, and uh, they were narrowed, I think, by a point, and they were meet, beaten in the Intermediate Final. So they'll have all those. So they'll be coming with huge momentum as well. So yeah, that's a, the next challenge for us. Then, like you know, so that's a, a big challenge to to uh, to face. And um, look at. Things keep going the way they are. We hopefully will be ready for it and confident, and uh, confident enough, like to again be in a position to um, uh, see um, maybe you know to be successful in that game. But that that's that's the challenge that's ahead of us, really. You know. Yeah, definitely. And look, things seem to be kind of going in the right direction anyway, Pat. Um, well, look, again, congratulations. And uh, as you know, we're all behind you here in Scoreline and KCLR as well. You have our, our full support. So best yeah, of luck in that, in that next game. Um, yeah, thanks very much, Sinead. And the point that you made there about, yeah, it's great for Carlo supporters, like, and uh, for Carlo people in general, like, to get get that win. And, uh, yeah, it just, like, um, and being, like, a St. Mullins Carlo man my, myself, like, it's just brilliant just to, to yeah, to see the, you know, the success with the, with, with that Carlo jersey and on Sunday. And hopefully then we can build on that for, for, for further, like, uh, successes. So, um, and get, and get a lot more support out to Dr. Cullen Park for the team as well. So, you know, that, 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 that again, because support can often be, you know, can be, can be that, that, you know, a factor, uh, for, for a team, you know what I mean? So, yeah, the more support we have, the better. And, uh, like, I would encourage all Carlo people to come and support, support a team. It's a very young team and uh, blending with experienced players. So, ask them to come out and support us. Yeah, definitely, and um, there, there's a, a group. And, and Sinead, thanks for your own support there as well. It's great to hear it. Ah, uh, not at all. And look, I love having you. I love having you on and uh, chatting to you. And look, we'll hopefully have you back on um, in, in in another couple of weeks as well, just to kind of get an update and how you how are getting on. Um, well, look, thanks so much, Pat, and I'll chat to you again soon. Anyway. Yeah, thanks, Sinead. Thanks all very right. much. Thank Take you. Bye bye. Yeah, that was just uh, Pat Murphy there from uh, the Carlo Senior um, Hurling team. Uh, he's one of the selectors there. So what we're going to do now is we're just going to play uh, a song just before a break and then we'll be back after the break chatting to uh, Kieran Joyce, a former Kilkenny hurler, just on um, the Kilkenny versus Tipperary game yesterday. Full time on KCLR. With thanks to the full range of Volkswagen commercial vehicles at Lahards, the home of Volkswagen in Kilkenny. Lahardsvolkswagen.ie. Welcome back to Full Time with myself, Sinead Kyo. I was just speaking to Pat Murphy there just before the break, uh, talking about uh, the great win there for Carlo yesterday in Netwatch, uh, Dr. Cullen Park. And now um, I'm going to be just speaking a little bit about uh, Kilkenny versus Tipperary. Of course, uh, Kilkenny were facing their rivals yesterday in Semple Stadium in Thurles. Um, and we're very unlucky to to lose by just a single point, uh, very similar to uh, Bally Hale and Bally Gunner on Saturday 
as well to lose by a single point um, is is always hard to take but yeah I'm joined now as I said just before the break by Kieran Joyce former Kilkenny um, former Kilkenny hurler uh, Kieran uh, how how did you kind of um, how would you assess yesterday's performance against Tipperary in in Central Stadium? Um, well, well, look, I, I think um, it was a good game, very good game. I think um, if, if you're looking at it from from an, an old Kenny point of view, there's a lot of new faces, obviously blooded. Um, I, was, I was down at my uh, family's, my uh, extended family's uh, house last yesterday watching it. So, you know, like when you look at traditional old team um, that I used to be part of, you know, a lot, a lot of faces moved on. A couple of guys still to come back into the fray there as well. Obviously, a lot of experience to come back in, but I suppose Brian is testing now. He's trying to extend his panel. Um, it's going to be a short season this year. Um, you know, league and then championship to follow straight away. So, you know, it's going to be important that he gets gets a few additional lads to the panel. Um, have a strong twenty or twenty one or twenty two, um, and that. So, look, he's he's trying out guys, and um, unfortunately, they came up short. But look, it's it's a good experience. Uh, it's a good learning curve for him. You know, they were they were down by a couple of points, and the fight is still there. Like they got back to a draw. And then they, you know they kind of lost them with a, with a point or two in the end from you know like a Jason Ford and that kind of thing is a bit of class you know he he doesn't miss too often so you know I, I think Brian will be happy enough um, about it I know he, he still hates losing but you know he's he's, he's blooding guys and he's getting to see experience from 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 some of the younger lads coming in. Yeah, and at this stage, do you think, uh, Kieran, like you won't be panicking? I know I'm, I'm reading a lot kind of in, in the various papers there today and kind of they seem to be looking at Kilkenny and uh, I don't know, like as if, as if like this is really significant, you know, like this early, um, in, in the year. But I, I don't think I suppose with this is his 24th year in charge. He won't be panicking at this stage, will he? No, 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 absolutely not. No, look, I suppose. The way the championship, even look, you look at the All Ireland champions last year, Limerick as well. You know, they started the year; they, they're kind of slow to start. Both um, from Brian's point of view, we can see Leinster this year is going to be very competitive. Um, Galway, obviously, with Henry, are going quite well. Uh, good win again the weekend against Limerick. They'll be coming. Uh, Dublin are kind of dark horses as well. They kind of got their act together there in the last uh, the last twelve months as well. You know, they're, they're kind of underperforming up to that. Um, and obviously, Wexford as well under Dar Egan as well. They're kind of going as well. So Leinster is going to be highly competitive. Um, and obviously, I think Brian Brian's happy enough to be to be the dark horses there. You know, they're probably talking him down and that. But look, there's so many left to come back in. As you said, look, the Valhair continuously. You probably may have maybe have three starters there coming back into the forward line. You know, three very good guys and maybe Adrian, TJ, and and Owen. You know, like that that to bring massive massive emphasis into the forwards. And I know, look, Porg is playing quite well centre forward as well, which gives him another option as well. So, look. I think I think it bodes well. Obviously, look, keep keeping a couple of our key men injury free will, will be essential, um, and that. But look, that's that's where they extend the panel coming in, getting a few extra guys, you know, for the impact subs that maybe we probably haven't had the impact that we probably had years previous. You know, when you need to kind of kick on, like some what Limerick have maybe at the moment um, and that so I think that's what he's trying to find you know trying to get that extra 10 minutes out of a team and, and you know get get something different that, that you know might get you over the line um, and, that, and then look hopefully look Richie Hogan injury free this year maybe obviously mind himself at the start of the year coming in like if you got him fit for championship with TJ and you know you have Wally there as well you know so much experience and that to come back in you know we'd, we'd have every chance you know against anyone yeah, and I know you mentioned there as well, like, you know, and um, the talk about the Ballyhale lads coming back into the fold and definitely it's mm. going to be important. But do you think that's maybe been overstated a, a little bit just in terms of impact? Because like most counties, if not all counties, um, have that to contend with, whether it be through injury or otherwise that they're, that they're missing, you know, um, very impactful players. 
Yeah, yeah, it's, it's true. Um, and I suppose, look, the way the seasons are gone now, you kind of have to play along without them now anymore, you know. Um, so, look, I think because of the experience that they're going to be bringing back in, especially in TJ, you know, uh, and obviously the young hurler year and Owen as well coming in, you know, you see on the water side with Balagunner maybe with Desi Hutchins to come in as well. Like these guys will be an impact. These guys are going to be starters on your team. Um, obviously at the moment they're not there. You know, so that kind of gives other guys an opportunity to put their hand up and say, look, I want corner forward, I want centre forward, I want wing forward, you know, and it's up to Brian obviously to find that alternative and what Brian wants is a competitive A and B matches inside, you know, for the season ahead, you know, where he can really test his guys against each other um, and he's kind of building blocks for the years previous, you know, that's what he wants to do, he wants to find, try and find a couple of guys uh, and that and look, our club, our club, our club championships are very good. A lot of good club players coming through as well. Um, probably hadn't success underage that we probably had previously, but like these lads are still very, very competitive players. And you know, we're starting to see some of these guys, you know, really show up there and a couple of them play quite well the weekend. Yeah, and I know you mentioned there about TJ and like I think that's actually I suppose one of the most important things when you think about kind of TJ and just looking at yesterday's match and how important Jason Ford was with his accuracy on the freeze. It's just in those kind of tight games that you realise I suppose how crucial it is to have a really consistent reliable free taker and obviously TJ has so much more to offer than than just that. He's one of the, the greatest ever players but just even having someone back there in the fold that you know that you can always rely on with the with the free taking, it's so important, isn't it? Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, look, you have that consistency. But even at that, I suppose TJ for a couple of years has probably been one of the main guys. You know that at times when things are tough, he was able to win a puck out or set up a guy. And TJ will always take two or three backs. They'll always give him extra attention, and you know that kind of gives space for other guys as well. You know because he is who he is. So you know when big names like that come back in, um, it obviously opens up and gives space for other guys. Um, obviously to 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 play their game. So yeah, look, it, it, it's essential for 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 TJ. Obviously, is, you know TJ's going non-stop at the moment so I suppose Brian will be easing it back into it um, you know he's kind of want to hurl every single game but like it's essential obviously to get our, our main guys and our top guys playing at the right time of the year you know and, and peaking at the right time so that's probably the, the most important thing for any of the teams now you know it's like Limerick if, if Limerick didn't have a team Lynch you know we, we don't know what these guys are like without their key players but we know in Kilkenny like if we're missing a couple of our key players you know we could be we could be under pressure, you know, because we don't have this threat and depth that we might have had maybe previously. So you know, it, it's about managing that. It's about getting the impact and getting the youth as well in coming in and getting the competitiveness in, in, in the panel as well. That's 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 the kind of key to it. Yeah, and both both managers spoke actually about building towards uh, the championship in their post match interviews, and that's very much the focus, isn't it? And kind of to be distracted by anything else is probably a mistake. It is, yeah, and I suppose the way the season has gone now, especially because you have Fitzgibbon still going ahead, you know, you have a couple of guys still involved in Fitzgibbon, that's kind of going to be finishing up in the next couple of weeks, some guys are stuck with that, you know, obviously the league is going ahead, but then you're rolling, you're rolling straight into championship then, like, you know, there's no there's no going back to the clubs either, so, you know, it, it's about, obviously, getting the, 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 the squad back, get everyone fit and healthy, um, getting your best 15 out there, and, and obviously your best five impacts that'll come in, there's, we've seen the way the game has gone, now impacts off the bench is massive you know for any team you know it, it can be the swinging of a game you know if lads are able to come in and get you the extra couple of scores um, so you know that's that's I suppose what every manager is trying to build for and because the way the season is now probably the, the strongest and, and, and the most in-depth panel I suppose you have will give you the greatest kind of strength you know to play week in week out or every second week or you know because have draws, you could have replays, you know, depending on how it goes. Um, and that it, it, it's that's probably the, 
the essential to it, you know, getting getting your five or six guys outside of your starting 15 that are going to be highly competitive for you are going to have that impact. And it's going to give you that extra five or 10% that you need to, to get over the line in, in tight games. Yeah, and just kind of looking at the the league overall then, um, Kieran, who who do you kind of fancy at the moment? There's been a couple of great kind of games over the last couple of weekends. Who are the teams now that you're kind of thinking, obviously you have, well, Limerick lost their last two matches, but they're, they're still the team to beat, I think, come championship. But is there any other teams now that you yeah. think, um, I suppose that you have your eye on there that you think maybe dark horses come uh, come championship time? Well, look at Galway, our, our, our dark horses. You know, they've, they've so much underage success there the last couple of years. You know, they're just player strength and depth. Uh, obviously, Henry going there, you know, it's it, it been a massive boost for them. Uh, and, you know, I suppose a lot of people would have thought physically, Galway probably had have, have, have the most physical panel that could maybe compete with Limerick. Um, now, I know a couple of years ago, kind of, Galway kind of showed that against Limerick, but as no favouritism, whatever it happened, you know, it, it, it didn't happen for Limerick that year. But Daily Building, um, Henry will be happy with where they're at. Um, Wexford obviously have been have been an impact as well. You know, they bet Limerick last week as well. Um, they're coming to play a different brand of hurling out to what they were under Davy. But you know, they'll be they'll be tough. You know, Dublin are your known as well. You know, um, they have um, a lot of players there that you know. Have been there, done done it for club as well, and 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 for county. You know they're they're coming. So, like I think Leinster is going to be highly competitive this year. Um, obviously Munster. Then look, Limerick are number one. You know, underneath that, then there's four or five teams that can can beat any of them on the day. Um, and Cork are coming as well, uh, and obviously then Watford. So, look, I, I think it's, it's. I know Limerick are probably number one there, but underneath that, then you have five or six teams that there's very little between them. Um, and that, and you know, like Tips will be fancying themselves as well. You know, even even though the loss of Park Mar and that kind of thing, you know, it'll, gal- it'll galvanise um, uh, Tipperary and more lads will come along. But um, you know, it's it's it, it, I I think it's going to be one of the one of the tight most tightly fought championships this year. I think um, especially the way a lot of the players are coming back and like the Tiger Burke come back into water is massive for them. You know, they're going to be coming. Been a couple of all Irelands the last couple of years as well, you know, and, and obviously the boost of Valley Gunner with the club championship will, will be an extra little incentive for them as well. So, like, there's, there's a lot of a lot of teams going well at the moment, but obviously, look, league is different. You know, you just don't know. Um, as you said, look, with Limerick, are all is very quiet in the league, and they kind of build themselves up and they kind of slowly go up through the gears as they get to the tail end of the league and start into Munster. So, look, for a lot of teams, I suppose they'll be targeting the first round. For other teams, then you know they'll be targeting. You know, peaking at Munster, Leinster, Leinster final, and trying to get the easiest route possible. You know, getting into your semi-finals and not having to go qualifiers and that kind of stuff. So, um, I suppose the least amount of games and, and trying to peak at the right time is, is is going to be essential for a lot of them. Yeah, and I know you mentioned there, Bally, Bally, uh, Bally Gunner, Bally Hale. Oh, such disappointment for Bally Hale at the weekend, Kieran, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. It was, and I, I, I said, I kind of said to myself at half time, you know, Bally Gunner probably had so many chances and they missed. They drove a lot of wide, I think seven seven wide to one or something like that. And, and Ballyhale are just so efficient with the possession that they had. Um, and I think that would that come back and bite him? And then still Ballyhale, the second, second half, were so efficient and, and Ballyhale were driving a couple of wides and uh, and, uh, and then, I know, it's just that kind of freak, you know, kind of uh, lad takes take, takes the, the game by the scruff of the neck, takes a chance, you know, takes the pass and strikes it, you know, from a, from a fair distance out and it just it just bounces beautifully ahead of D Mace and that kind of stuff. So it, it was just one of those things in sport that, you know, it's just great for the neutrals. Obviously Kilkenny Kilkenny's like the Kilkenny County wasn't wasn't uh, overly joyed about the whole thing. But look, 
I suppose for the for the game of hurling, it's 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 great um, and that. But uh, yeah, look, that's that's the beauty of it. I know a lot of people have been saying that Bally Gunner kind of done a Bally Hail on it, so you know. <laughs> If oh, yeah. we're going to get knocked out in any sort of way, it probably would have been a goal in the last minute, maybe. That's, that's, probably, that's probably the only way you can beat him, you know. <laughs> oh, that's exactly it. Like, that's what we were kind of saying over the weekend as well. If anyone knows, kind of, you know, that that kind of thing can happen, it's, it's Bally Hale, but they just didn't realise that they were going to be on the, on the receiving end on of that, that end of you it, know. Yeah. But look, fair play to them. Like, they've had some journey over the last couple of months. And, um, but listen. Awesome. Going for three in a row is a fantastic achievement, you know. Um, and that is, is phenomenal, you know. And, and they're the they're the best best club team there, you know. And I'm sure, even in Kilkenny, they're going to be favourites again next year. You know, it's up, it's up to the rest of the county to to uh, to try and stop them. But like, yeah, look, they're a phenomenal team, and they'll they'll, they'll keep coming. There's, it's amazing how they're able to produce players year in year out. So hopefully they they'll, they'll step up to Kilkenny now again, and we'll have a good year. Yeah, absolutely. Well, look, thanks so much, uh, Kieran, and uh, hopefully we'll we'll get chatting to you again in the next couple of weeks uh, to have another chat about all things Kilkenny hurling. Um, but yeah, I appreciate that. Thanks so much, and sure we'll be chatting to you soon. No problem. Thanks, Nate. Talk soon. Thank Bye-bye. you. Uh, so yeah, that was Kieran Joyce there just reflecting on Kilkenny's uh, match against Tipperary yesterday in Semple Stadium. We're just going to take a quick break now and coming up after the break, we're going to be talking to Johnny Tobin uh, from uh, Tullo Rugby Club and reflecting on their win at the weekend and also on the Six Nations there as well. Full time on KCLOR. With thanks to the full range of Volkswagen commercial vehicles at Lahards, the home of Volkswagen in Kilkenny, lahardsvolkswagen.ie. Brian Cody, happier man today, even though we didn't win, but a better performance than the last day. Well, you see, we won the last day, so we didn't win today, so you, you, you won't be happier when you lose than when you win, obviously, you know. But um, no, it was a decent performance, it was a good battle. Um, you know, the second, for a period, they got a nice bit of a lead, and, and, and you know, it looked as if to go drive on, but the response was very, very good from the players, um, fought it out at the bitter end. Um, Again, we probably had wides that we would prefer if we weren't having some of the wides were scorable, definitely. But look, overall, very, very good attitude from the players, and um, we just didn't, we didn't, um, we didn't get over the line. But there are positives for sure. The last day we mentioned wides, we had 14 today, but we are creating chances, which obviously you must be happier with. I know, yeah, we, we definitely we have we did create chances, and like some of the ways, you know, you'd be thinking like you know they weren't difficult scores to get, like you know, and the players won that themselves. But obviously, something that um, we'll be hoping for improvement on. Brian, uh, in terms of that second half, is that is that the big positive? I suppose you put a restraint scores to go. Ah, look, yeah. Well, I mean, overall, the whole game, the whole game matters, obviously, you know, and it kind of toed and fraud, and you know, we we they kind of got a bit of a lead at different various stages in the game but you know we fought back obviously the, un- the goal before half time wasn't it wasn't great for us obviously you know it, was, it gave a, a nice bit of a cushion going in because we had fought it back to be pretty close um, but that's the way it goes you know and obviously our goal was important as well Paddy Hillheads obviously we need a week or two to win that defeat over the system but you'll be keen to have them back I presume Actually look at me we're short various players I suppose obviously the Sharmas players um, certainly I mean they would be coming back into us and we always have niggles and bits and pieces as well but look the reality is same time, I mean the league is always like that you always have players and you'll be looking at players and the battle is on for places 
and Brian the, the battle is on but it was interesting to see that you had the likes of Brazil your old club man and, and Jody had a good game and you brought on Johnny Welch we haven't seen him as well because you're obviously you know baiting the bushes well, you're all, I mean, the league and always try players in the league and always be looking to try and strengthen your panel and you know, you'll find out by getting them out there and you know they're, good, they're all good players obviously they wouldn't be on the panel if they weren't but um, that's the reality and you know at the end of the day the championship will be on in basically two months time so everything is geared towards that and Part of that, obviously, is is winning matches, you know, and, and unfortunately that didn't happen today. But in the injury to Evan Cody, do you know much about that? That's just a hamstring injury, very, very tough one. Like, I mean, the game was barely started when it happened to them, you know, and um, it's very, very unfortunate for him. And with Conor Delaney as well last week, it's tough, two injuries in the full-back line. Yeah, for sure, yeah, that's that's something we could do without, but, but that's, that's, that's unfortunately the way things do happen. Yeah, that was Brian Cody there just speaking after uh, Kilkenny's loss to Tipperary yesterday in Semple Stadium in the Allianz Hurling League. Uh, turning to turning our attention to rugby now, we're joined on the line by Johnny Tobin. Uh, Johnny, uh, thanks for, for joining us on the show. Uh, of course, you were watching the Six Nations there with great interest uh, at the weekend. Disappointment for, for Ireland? Yeah, I was actually in the, in the Stade de France at the game myself um, on the weekend. It was a, a great atmosphere. Um, up until the last ten minutes, you thought they were going to do a repeat of two years ago, but it wasn't to be. But um, yeah, disappointing to lose narrowly out, but it is what it is. And you take them on the chin and you regroup. I, I, I assume you know. Uh, yeah, no, uh, and like I suppose they had nine wins on the trot before heading over to Paris. And um, what what were your expe- expectations kind of ahead of the game, Johnny? Well, I actually I was on supporting the French side. I actually thought they were going to beat them a lot more comfortably. To be honest with you. Just the form bearing. It is disappointing for Ireland to lose a nine win streak, but um, I just didn't think they were there yet to, to pip that French side. That French side is very physical, very aggressive. Um, the skill set to have, the halfbacks they have, it's just, they just have so much strength and depth, and they're just really, really aggressive around the breakdown. I just think we're not there. We're not just there yet, but uh, my biggest, the, the biggest positive point to take out of it is. A couple of years ago, the World Cup cycle, we peaked way too early, a year too early, and everyone was guaranteed, oh, we're going to go so far in the 2019 World Cup after the 2018 season. But uh, I think I think that loss could actually bring us back down to ground a little bit, and um, we could set our sights a little bit further ahead into the World Cup cycle as opposed to the Six Nations this year. Yeah, and we have a little bit of a break now um, before the, the next game uh, facing Italy there on the 27th. Uh, do you think, we're are we likely to have Johnny, Sex, sorry, Johnny Sexton back by uh, by that stage? I'd imagine so, but I couldn't imagine seeing him feature against Italy. Um, to be honest with you, I'd say they might try to rebuild Jack Carty's confidence after uh, that wild skip pass he threw in the last few minutes of the game. Or they might give Joey Carberry another bit of game time. Maybe as an easier opposition, it might be a little bit easier for him to control the game and have a bit more um, reins loosened on him, I suppose, with, as in regards to attacking stuff. But um, I'd say Sexton will be safe for taking him the week, the following week after, to be honest. Yeah, you reckon that they'll probably just kind of keep some of the lads that they had there just to kind of, I suppose, instill a bit of confidence, not to just ditch them uh, straight away when Johnny Sexton is uh, fit to play. I'd imagine so. Yeah. I'd imagine like you you have to look at the bigger picture with this Irish team that Sexton might not reach the next World Cup, so we need to start giving lads game time and, and uh, 
allowing them uh, international standard game time because while they play for the province week in week out, it's a different it's a different ball game completely when you're on the international stage. So I think the likes of Jack Carty and Joey Carberry will be the. I'd imagine they'd be the two halfbacks for for the Italy game. Now, to be honest, um, I think Sexton will be given last week on well, last weekend off, this weekend off, and then all all good players, and then for Trickham in, in three weeks' time. Yeah, and um, which players, uh, Johnny, for you, kind of stood out uh, there on Saturday? Jeez, uh, I thought um, Dan Sheen was good when he came in. Uh, he made a really good cover tackle to save the last minute French try there to be fair to him. Uh, he he played an awful lot longer than I'd say. He even imagined he was a sub booker and he played, I think, good good to 60 minutes. But um, I thought he was very, very impressive. Um, I thought uh, Matt Hansen was good again. He's after having two really good international starts um, to his career for someone who wasn't playing any high level of rugby until eight months ago. Um, and then Andrew Conway again, his usual self. He does everything right and nothing wrong. But I, I just, I felt we did lack leadership, but um, I thought James Ryan did have a good game. I just didn't think he led well from the front, to be fair, as opposed to what Sexton was done, like the right call there in the last 10 minutes, six points down, and, and you, you take three points. Like all day of the week at every underage rugby game, you go to the corner there. So it's look, it's interesting to see how many young lads are standing up. Um, the likes of Dan Sheehan and, and these guys, Andrew Porter again was immense type for long. Relatively quite, I thought, to be fair, but can't be, can't be brilliant all the time, you know. It's very hard to be your best best player all the time. Yeah, definitely. Um, but just finally then, uh, Johnny, just to kind of, I suppose, turn our attention to kind of more local matters. Uh, Tolo had a good win there in Carlo yesterday. <laughs> yeah, it was uh, the biggest game of the weekend for anyone in the county Carlo, to be fair. Um, Carlo on an incredible run at the moment. Uh, club boys, they've, 40, 45 guys training for their senior team. Um, we've been struggling this year, as they know, everyone knows that we've been we've been under pressure for players. Um, would have been massive taint to our confidence if we'd lost to Carlo twice in in the one season. That's nothing against Carlo. It's just the thing that we'd we wouldn't like to do. We haven't lost that many times to them in a long time now. So I think the last time we lost to them was five, four or five years ago. Um, and look at it, just it's a real boost to the confidence now heading into the cup, and it keeps us in the safety net as we relate to the relegation because we weren't too far away from it uh, four weeks ago. So a big, massive win uh, for the club and for all the players. And what's really uh, reassuring and confident to see about that is most lads in that senior team, bar the exception of maybe three, are under the age of 28. So we've lots of good young lads and we've lots of good young lads returning out to the club to to play rugby so it's, it's a really confidence boost now for the season to come ahead next year and the cup run this year yeah, so and if we just stay up in Division 1B now we're, we're, we're nearly we're nearly guaranteed safety now so can turn all of our attention towards the cup and uh, hopefully get a good run there yeah definitely and you can't beat a bit of local rivalry as well sure <laughs> no you, <laughs> um, you can't you definitely can't beat yeah. the lads as well because to be fair we all know each other fairly fairly well like I I work closely with the Carlo captain with Shirley and a few other lads and we know them all very, very well. Like we've played against them, coached with them, coached against them for the last all of our life probably, you know. So it's great to have the bragging rights of sitting in Carlo Rugby Club and drink a few pints with the lads and know that you're after winning the game there. 
Yeah, uh, well, look, listen, Johnny, thanks so much for taking the time to have a chat with us there uh, today. And sure, hopefully we'll have you back on in a couple of weeks time as well, uh, just to, to chat more rugby. But I uh, appreciate taking the call. And sure, we'll chat to you again soon. Thanks a million. Thanks, mate. Thank you. you. We're just going to take a quick break now and uh, back after these. Full time on KCLOR. With thanks to the full range of Volkswagen commercial vehicles at Lahards. The home of Volkswagen in Kilkenny. LahardsVolkswagen.ie. Welcome back to Full Time with myself, Sinead Kyo. I hope you've enjoyed uh, the show over the course of the, the last hour, just looking back and reflecting on some of those great matches in Hurling and, um, of course, in rugby as well. Uh, that's just about all we have time for now. We're just going to play uh, a quick song to finish us out. Uh, but please do join us back here uh, same time next week, uh, just after 6pm, where we'll be having a look back at all of the, the sporting action um, again. So thanks so much for, for joining me here. Um, on the show and uh, we'll chat to you again soon. Full time on KCLOR with thanks to the full range of Volkswagen commercial vehicles at Lahards, the home of Volkswagen in Kilkenny, Lahards Volkswagen.ie.